Welcome back, everyone. The gallery Hi, I'm Robin. Hi, I'm Duncan. Hi, I'm Neil. We are going to be a podcast primarily focusing on everything Pokemon. Welcome back, everyone. Hopefully, who listened to the first episode? This is going to be the second one because that's how numbers work. Alright, for maths. We're going to start by just uh, having a quick chat. How are you guys this week? What's changed in your life? We heard uh, we were literally going into lockdown number three last week. Yes, the third part of the trilogy. Third is better than the second, but not as good as the first, which is probably about right at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, the middle of the trilogies is a bit weird, isn't it? Well, you know we get that thing where it's like the first one's the good one with the original idea, and then like... Yeah. The second one's like the, well, we had a really good idea. We'll just do a quick cash grab idea. So it's not really as good. And then the third one, they normally have a bit of time to sort of work it out and kind of figure out what they're doing. So skip this one. Come back for the third one. Best podcast in the world. (laughs) Yeah, you know, you're less than two minutes into the podcast and you're being told to stop listening to this one. That That is the content you are here for. Yes. If anything, people can't say that we're not full of good information and we're honest. Yes. We're the most honestly news outlet you will ever find. How has your week been then, Neil? My week? Well, I caught the new Wonder Woman film. Ooh. Anything. Is that this week or was that last week? I don't know. The weeks are just all blurring together now. But that's probably, in recent memory, the, the biggest thing that I've done lately. Bearing in mind what a big DC fan you are, is it any good? It gets very good, but it takes a while to get there. We were, as we were just talking about the second film in trilogies, it's very reminiscent of Attack of the Clones, actually. Okay. There's really good bits in it, but yeah, you have to go through the most wooden and forced romance plot to get there. Uh, it's just, it was bad. Could you class that as the second film in a trilogy because how does that work with like the fact if you've got um technically batman superman and then you've got uh justice league like well i know they're not if you consider the wonder woman films like their own franchise then you have one two and a third has been announced plus depending on when the third one is set the first and the second ones are currently still before any of the other films in this continuity Still chronologically. So if the third film is before Man of Steel, then you've got a complete trilogy without anything in the middle making that harder to track. We'll see. Depends if they even do one at this rate. With uh, how? I mean, they have announced that it's happening. I mean, but when does that mean anything in this day and age anymore? Yeah, true. What about you, Duncan? What have you been up to with your first full week off? Technically, you've probably had in a bit. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. A lot of sorting. Sad news for Pokemon. A lot of sorting of cards and putting up in the loft and things like that. So my my Pokemon display here is very small now, sadly. Sacrilege. I know. You see these things on a Pokemon podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm relating to those those people who collect Pokemon cards that need to you know keep an orderly house because of family members and things. So that's that's who I'm relating to right now. All those people who understand my pain. Yeah. I just have an entire dining room table corner that's just piles and piles and piles of Pokemon cards. 
I have a feeling if I left that here, I'd wake up in the morning and they would all be gone. Or you'd wake up in the morning and find yourself in the garden. Yeah, or that. There's a very real possibility, yeah. Funny enough, I've, I've also been sorting Pokemon cards this uh, this week. I've been basically bundling up all of my bulk to hopefully send off in exchange for credit on a website or something to, surprisingly enough, buy more Pokemon cards with. What? Circle of life. Yeah. And you know what? I was... I don't actually know this, but I don't suppose you know either, do you guys? Uh, when I was doing it, I made 1,500 common cards and 500 uncommon exactly at the kind of the same time as I was sorting through. So I was wondering if you know, do Pokemon card packs actually have your guaranteed to get six commons and two uncommons, or if that is slightly... I think it's 5-3 five, five, and I think it is set. You'll always get five commons, um, three uncommons. That would that would work out. And a rare, and that makes up your ten. Yeah, that would that would work out for how I'm sorting through my packs then. And obviously now, though, you've got amazing rares, so one thing of reverses, which complicates things, doesn't it? Yes. But um, also just for just for reference, I've got that much, and that's like a tenth of my book that I'm currently sorting. So, and that took me numerous hours. So that's. And again, how many packs have you opened? Uh, I would... Easily hundreds. Yeah, I would say probably 500-ish. Probably a bit more. I would have thought more, because in some days you've opened 50 packs in one day. That's what I mean. I know for Darkness Ablaze, when I did like the weekend, I think we opened just short of... I think it was about 150. And then I know in another... Yeah, all, those double, all those double packs would have mounted up, wouldn't they? Yeah, I think that was about 150 off the top of my head. And then I, for Rebel Clash, I got about... When I saved them all up before moving house, I opened up just over 100. So then 250 on like two days, technically. I did my first live on TikTok and I opened up around 50 then. They're probably my biggest days, so that's what? 300. Easy. So yeah, maybe five... 600 packs? Pro it's probably more. I'm just forgetting. You've got to work this out and then we've got to celebrate your thousandth pack of Probably with a pack with a rubbish card. Yeah, probably. I'll pick a uh, Steam Seed. We'll, we'll, celebrate, we'll celebrate your thousandth pack opening by somehow getting you a base set pack. Ooh, that'd be nice. Uh, you, Neil, can, can supply that one. I mean, I'd take a, a light base set pack. I bet they don't go for too much. I bet you could get one for... Uh, under 100 pounds but obviously then you would you would not get a hollow in there back in the days where weighing packs were actually a thing well they finally cottoned on right so it sounds like everyone had super exciting weeks we watched one film and sorted pokemon cards sounds like a pretty epic week what was the film robin it was wonder woman oh i thought you meant you watched the film no i haven't watched the film right well i guess we will get into the more newsy part of it now some of the weirder news to come out of Pokemon, I would say that there's probably been for a bit, is the, uh, well now, misprint of the Sword and Shield base set Cinderace. They've announced that its retreat cost is on the card. It goes for the hollow and the non-hollow. It's only one energy to retreat, but it actually has a cost of two. So it now makes the entire run technically a misprint, which... I can't really understand why they'd actually bother to announce that in any way, shape, or form. Really? I mean, you'd have to imagine that 
the announcement of that, the official errata would have been, but the competitive scene, but right now there isn't an active competitive scene because of restrictions and all that, so. Oh, you mean in the future then? Yeah, but it's, it's one of those sort of why now moments. Yeah, because this is Sword and Shield based, so it's been out for what? A year and a half now? The Sword and Shield base set came out over here in February last year, and it would have come out in like November time 2019 in Japan. Yeah. It's just odd that like nobody noticed this beforehand. Is it like the conspiracy theories, didn't me? But do they say that thing and, and so people go, oh, I will buy that pack? And is it anything about Pokemon that driving up sales or? I mean, to be fair, like, as I did, I did look on eBay, and I bet, like, a month ago you could have looked and there would have been 10,000 of the theme decks, because you can get it in the theme deck, just on sale for £10, and I looked on eBay, and I couldn't find any really. I could find a lot of the card, people trying to sell it for £40 a card. As a claiming it as a as a misprint, which is absolutely crazy to me that this card suddenly, even though they've announced it and made it worse, is now gone from what it's a thousand times more expensive than it was. You think what you probably only go for about forty p, and now people are trying to sell it for forty pound. Probably would have been a little bit more than forty p. I mean, four pound maximum, probably less than that. Actually, probably cost like two quid. I don't. I don't. I don't even think it'd go for that. I think you'd. Be lucky to get a pound from it. So it is just a regular rare. It's not even yeah. a hollow with the standard set. They're not really that coveted. And that set race isn't the best. The thing that's weird to me is it's always had the retreat cost of two since its first printing in Japanese. So the mistake is purely in the Western printing. And I just, it's just weird to me that it's taken that long for them to change the printing of it. It might be that just because it's such a irrelevant card that they just didn't realise. Has the misprint been banned in competition? Uh, no. No, it's... So if you have a misprint which card, you can use it in a competition? Yes, but because there's been an official errata to the rules of the card, it will have a retreat cost of two. Uh, regardless of what it card will say one. Because yeah. you're still following because of the way the rules of the game stated. Yes. So it's up to the judge to remember, which it'd be interesting to see if this actually comes up anytime soon. It would be hilarious if like the World Championships happened in like seven months time and the World Champion gets his title taken off him because of that card because he was found to be <laughs> cheating with it. If that happened though, that's a dress card would go value even further. It'd be like, this is the card that brought down a competitive champion. Could become famous for something. There you go, Duncan. I'll, I'll get you that card. I've actually got one in my car, in my collection. I've got the normal rare, not the hollow. I will give you that. You can become the World Champion using that card and it will skyrocket in price or it'll go up in my loft one of the two well yeah maybe that's the more likely outcome yeah and i, I had a quick look uh, i was telling you guys earlier if there was any other current misprints in the sword and shield era and there is actually two other ones 
There was Inteleon, so one of the other starters. Apparently all reverse hollow versions of this card have a hollow shifted down around the energy symbol for both attacks. If uh, anyone can home can actually know what that means from that description, great, because I have no idea. And I don't actually have that card. Sounds to me like there's some kind of holographic effect on the... Is it on, the, is it on a regular hollow or on a reverse hollow, sorry? Uh, a reverse hollow. All reverse hollow yes. versions. It sounds like the hollow pattern on it is there's like a stretching sort of thing, or it stops and then starts up again. It's like the actual pattern that's printed onto it is further down. So if you put two reverse hollows next to each other, there wouldn't be like a straight line at the pattern. Oh yeah, I get what you mean. So it sort of um uh kind of stretches uh, well it stretches them a little bit. Yeah, it stretches it or it like stops and like overlaps with another one, but either way it won't look the same as another reverse hollow if you again side. It's a uh, pretty much a uh, pretty irrelevant card for it to happen on. And uh, the only other one is uh well the only other one that Pokemon know about for all we know there could be hundreds in the Sword and Shield base that they just haven't got around to announcing yet is the uh Applin in Rebel Clash. Some copies of the card have a red splotch over the word get in the card's attack. Have you checked your collection for that card? I have not. Uh, I probably do have it. Whether or not I have the red splotch version, I'm not entirely sure. Red splotch. Very interesting to see what that looks like. You know, after this, I'll uh, I'll have a look. If I've if I've got one, I'll uh, I'll send it to you guys. So you can have a look. And the listeners on the third trilogy will be very excited to find out what if you have. <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll report back next week to see if I have the uh, the splotch Eppelin. It'll be uh, a great cliffhanger for the end of this one. Bring the viewers back, listener. Viewers. Bring the listeners. Uh-huh. Let's bring the listeners back, Robin. I mean, let's not be too generous. At this point, we should probably be saying listener. Uh, Polly, Polly is currently moving around, so she, I would argue, is a listener. Uh, there is our one listener, and I'm pretty sure, considering she is your dog and is forced to live with you, she will probably be listening to the next one as well. Uh, I would think it's safe to say. She did. She could have sat in the other room. She chose to sit in the kitchen with me, so, you know, 50-50. 50-50. And if a dog likes us, then people must like us too, because dogs only like good things. Yeah, I, the things that she eats, Neil, I can't think that you, you can think that dogs only like good things. But, you know, we'll try it. She only eats the things she eats because they're what you feed her. No, not when I'm taking her for a walk and she just picks up something <laughs> from the ground that is definitely not edible in any kind of shape, way, or form. And she still tries to eat. And that, everyone, is why you get a cat. <laughs> What does the cat, what will the cat eat them? Well, to be fair, cats go to other people's houses and then get them to feed them. So they just eat as much as they want, really. Uh, I nearly sent you an article the other day which was, which was, uh, how do you know if your cat is cheating on you? Simple, it's a cat. To be fair, that cat's probably cheating on its owner with me. I was about to say, you're that person breaking up that relationship, Robert. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy with that. Next topic of discussion is we're going back to Pokemon Go. And we'll be talking about the... Pokemon Go Tour Kanto, which is the pass. They normally do a couple of these every now and again. This is a, I think it's a week-long pass. You get a load of stuff and you get some challenges. I'm assuming you will be getting it, Duncan? If we're not in a lockdown and are restrained from getting out of our houses, I plan on getting it, yes. I did read that it, you can get all 50 of the original. Which would be very nice if you can, because then I could complete the original collection. I'm one short at the moment. Which one are you short? Genghis Khan is the only one. 
Ah, uh, yeah, because it's regional, isn't it? Yeah, because we got the Taurus when I went to America, but that's the only one I've not got, so if I could complete my collection, that would make me very happy. Where's Kangaskhan exclusive to? Uh, I think it is... Because America gets Tauros, Europe gets Mr. Mime. <laughs> yep, uh, Africa, Africa and places like that get... I know, I know they get Corsola, but I don't know what their first gen is. Maybe they first be Kangaskhan. It might be. I thought I thought Kangaskhan was uh, Australia, but I'm not entirely sure now. It might be, but because uh, the other thing about the tour is it's uh, there's two different passes, isn't there? There's a red one and a green one. Yeah. Yes. Do you know why there's a red and a green, Duncan? It's a different Pokemon you can get with them. Yes, but I meant more as in why they chose to do uh, red and green. I'm sure Neil knows. Going back to the original, I'm pretty sure. It's because uh, obviously the original two games, obviously over here we got red and blue, but for whatever reason they decided to change that. In the original, it was red and green. We uh, we never actually got the green version over here and it translated into English, did we? Not until Gen Three, we got beef green. Yeah. Why? I'm pretty sure Japan has a blue as well. They probably do. They normally get a lot more. I think they have, think they have a red, glue, red, red, blue, red, blue, green, and yellow. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me because they they get a ton of games that we don't get. Some of it makes perfect sense because I look at some of the games they get and they are not very weird. fun. Yes, very weird. That's probably a very polite way of saying they're very weird games. They just seem to have Pokemon attached for the sake of it. Different market up there, isn't it? So, like you were saying, you get you can have the chance of catching all the original 150, but your shiny chances increase for different ones depending on which one you actually get. Yeah, saying that you can get all 150 in a shiny for the first time, and you can if you do the events, uh, then you can encounter a shiny Muse. That would be quite nice. Now that I've actually got a, a phone that lets me uh, do the AR mode, I'll actually be able to catch it in like the first couple Pokeballs instead of catching it in 56. Pure luck throws. Now I quite enjoy that you struggle with that. It's quite enjoyable to watch. Yeah. So uh, which one are you going to get then, Duncan? Red or green? Which one you get then, Robin? I'm not too bothered about the shinies. As long as we both individually get a different one, we can trade, hopefully. Yeah. Providing we're not in lockdown. I think it is just on one day. Is it just the one day? It's Saturday the 20th of February, 9am till 9pm. Ooh. One day, that's going to be a lot of Pokemon in that day. Well, a lot of Pokemon in the space of a one hour period, maybe. We'll see. We'll keep you updated. Mm -hmm. I've even got the list of the Pokemon that are on each version as well. Yeah. Any uh, particularly interesting ones, or are they just sort of random? They seem to be random as far as I can tell. Although, the red one has Bulbasaur, Charmander and Squirtle. Ooh. And Pikachu. I mean... That seems to have a lot of the main ones. Like the uh, fan favourites. Yeah, I would say so. Whereas the green, I mean, green's got Meow. Oh, they've both got Eevee. I mean, you kind of need it with Eevee for the amount of uh, evolutions there are. Obviously, if you're realistically going for it, you want to try and get all of them. Oh, they've both got Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Squirtle as well. So, I don't know what the difference is. Oh. Maybe it's based on the old version exclusives. You know what, that would actually be a smart move if they did it that way. 
I've got it all now. The green version exclusives are Sandshrew, Vulpix, Meowth, Bellsprout, Magmar, and Pinsir. Yeah, those those were the old version exclusives. Well, there you go then. You learn something new every day. So the red one around there. Yep. Oddish. Uh, yep. Mankey. Uh, Mankey was a version exclusive. Uh, uh, Electrobuzz and Scyther. Yes. Yeah. I quite like me a Scyther. That was one of my uh, first-gen favourites. I mean, I never realised it was a bug Pokemon, but it was just a giant green thing with sword hands. And the anime episode that it was in made it look super cool. <laughs> and then it sort of, when I got it, it was kind of a bit of a letdown. But oh well. Clearly I didn't have enough ketchup to make it overpowered. To reference there for some of the older fans, to see if they uh, actually know what that's any kind of reference to. So yes, check back in middle of February. This episode's full of cliffhangers, and uh, we'll... Uh, we're setting up a big franchise here. Yes. Wait until so we start back. doing the Yu-Gi-Oh stuff so we can have multiverse. Uh, something that you somehow missed this week, Robin, I don't know how, is the collection challenges, which the first one that they did of those, that was enjoyable for the 45 minutes it took me to complete it which it gave me five days for which I never quite understood why they do because I go and I go oh that's gonna be tough I'll jump on that and then I've done it 45 minutes and I'm like oh that was yeah Pokemon kind of have Pokemon Go they definitely have this weird thing where it's like they either seem to give you more time than you would ever need to complete a challenge or nowhere near long enough yeah I don't think they've quite got I mean I wish what they did is they'd like give it quite a few challenges and then some people can get a couple done and that's fine but then others can go at it for the five days and you know keep getting stuff but yes since lockdown I have been not really playing the uh, Pokemon Go as much as I probably should be Rules and regulations. Limited exercise, Robin. Yeah. Didn't they only quite recently reverse a lot of the changes that they implemented to make it easier for people to do it at home? Uh, they removed some of them. They used to give out a lot of um, free raid passes. They've now kind of slowed down a lot on that. And they reduced the trade distance back to what it was before. But they've still got it so you don't need to do any walking to be able to do your battles against other trainers. Still got that set up. Yeah, they've still got which is obviously if if you do that is obviously quite a big thing. I don't really do the battles that much. I feel that sometimes it can be too oh, you just got the three Pokemon that match well against mine, you win. I don't know what else they implemented to change it. Do they have the eggs being hatched at a lot less distances for quite a while? Yeah, they I think they recently redid that as well, didn't they? Yeah. They were also on um, all the Christmas adverts for like, oh, we're giving out loads of more Pokeballs now. But I didn't really see an increase in that in any way, shape or form. Not anything noticeable anyway. Well, I missed that announcement. I haven't noticed anything. So, yeah, definitely not. I don't think they announced it. They just uh, just saw a load of adverts where they were like, I mean, I don't suppose they said anything in particular, but it was just loads of uh, trucks and they were filling them with Pokeballs. And it was like, we're giving a gift to you this Christmas. Or whether or not it was just generic advertisement, I don't know. I must not have been well behaved. Uh, Pokemon Santa didn't bring me any extra Pokemon balls. No, he took away all my shinies as well. I haven't had a shiny in a long time. No, neither have I, actually. Hopefully everyone out there during the Kanto tour gets all the shinies they want. Me and Duncan 
maybe taking part in it. Maybe if people want to add us, they can email the address that I'll attach on and I'll let them know and we can all be friends and play together. Ideally best friends. Well, I don't think I'll be giving them to Duncan because we are still technically in a race to 40 and I'm trailing dramatically at the minute. Mm-hmm. I've got less than 2 million to go. I am like probably still 10 million off. You are five and a half million off, oh, I think. Oh, only five and a half million. That's nothing. You can get that out in the afternoon. Can you play Pokemon Go? We're not friends until we're friends on Pokemon Go. Yeah. All right, so ready for the last bit of news of the podcast. It's maybe a bit of a short one because we don't really have a great deal of information, but Pokemon have announced the next set, so not the set coming out soon, Shining Fates, or the set after that, Battle Styles, but actually the set after that, they've announced the essentially the Japanese version, so you can kind of guess what kind of cards we're going to receive over here. Or, of course, if you collect Japanese cards yourself, the cards you can look forward to getting, it's going to be Silver Lance and Black Spear, if I'm correct? Jet Black Spirit. Jet Black Spirit. Yeah, two little sets that Japan will buy, I think, I say this is very, they've literally, I think they only announced it maybe a day or two ago, so they haven't really released anything. I think the kind of the Pokemon it's going to be themed around are the legendaries from the Crown Tundra DLC, which I do not know the names of, as I've not quite got there yet. Glastria and Spectria. And the, these, the other one as well, the one that rides it. What's that? Kalorex. Yeah. They're the kind of the, I assume what the pack art will be. And they'll probably be the probably the big cards from the set, maybe the chase cards. So what it looks like is the signature VMAX cards will be a Shadow Rider Kalorix V and VMAX and an Ice Rider Kalorix V and VMAX. The Japanese um, reveal sheet just has stock art of those two on two different packs. So presumably they'll be the, like the, the lead cards of the yeah. set and then we get it, they'll be the lead cards of our set. Well, apart from the four shiny Charizards that will clearly be in it, because that's sort of the theme at the minute with Pokemon Ghost 4. And the deliberately misprinted Charizard card for them to drive up the value in another four months' time. Yes. Well, no, that is literally the way they go at the minute. It's like, we will release a set that has a shiny Charizard, then we'll release a set that doesn't, and then we'll release a set that has a shiny Charizard, and then we'll release a set that doesn't. But, uh, yes, every time they release a set that doesn't have a shiny Charizard, they want everyone to be asking, where's shiny Charizard? <laughs> where's the Chinese... Oh, I'm doing it now, Robert. <laughs> where's the shiny Charizard, then? In the next set. Oh, that's okay, then. Probably some kind of combination of an element and fire. Uh... It is possible that the Ice Rider and Shadow Rider Kayla Rix cards could be one of the new V-Union cards. Ooh, and what is that? We don't know. Ooh. <laughs> it is a type of card, we know that much. It is a mechanic, but all we know is it is called V-Union, which kind of implies to me that this is the V equivalent of Tag Team GX. Yeah, so what, probably just a normal card, but you'll get 
Because what is it now? You can get up to three prize cards for some cards, is it? Is that like yeah. the bigger ones? VMAX cards, I think, wield three, yield three prize cards, just the same as the tag team ones did. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, uh, the way you win in the TCG is you... Every time you knock out a Pokemon, they have a cost associated to them. Generally, it used to be one, then they increased it to two. And now it is apparently three, and I, th I believe there's only six prize cards. So to knock out a three, you're essentially giving away half of your life, half of your whatever you want to describe it. But basically, you're giving away a big percentage. Halfway towards losing. Yes. So it is quite a big uh, risk, but generally, obviously, if they are that highly costed, they are generally pretty good cards. What's kind of funny is they've they've driven out normal cards from the competitive scene so that people only ever use EXs, GXs, Vs and VMAXs. So everyone's playing a game where, you know, one knockout is going to lose you two or three of your prize cards. Yeah, I, uh, I imagine they maybe have like a couple normal ones in there, but not to go in, but more is to use their abilities. Mm. But yeah. That have help set up, help draw. Maybe as cannon fodder while you're setting up a, a larger VMAX card, but they've destroyed that competitive scene, really. It's a, it was doing better with GXs because they actually just evolved all the way up. Yeah, but now you can just put uh, your your Vs are the starting. Are like basic. You need to do like a really hard reset on like how the cards work, you know, reset the power creep, reset the mechanics. Do away with the big basics and stuff like that. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think they can though. You lose a lot of, you lose a lot of chase cards and stuff like that. So it's probably not as you know they can't make the quick money from them that they, they can these days. But it'd refresh the competitive scene a lot more if you just sort of stopped and just moved everything into expanded and started again with standard. So you don't invalidate the older ones and the big basics and the chicanery, but you sort of build I healthier. Mean... In the in the competitive, don't they have a um, like every set isn't legal? Uh, no. So like, as I mean, to be fair, it's a bit redundant. Like I was gonna say, you couldn't bring an entire deck of base set cards in. You wouldn't want to do it anyway because all of those cards are horribly inadequate now. But uh, like, it's not it's not actually that many sets, is it? It's only like. Ten no, sets or it so. Only goes, it only goes back like it only goes back like just over a year, I think. There's only ever like twelve sets in the standard format, and it continually rotates. There is the expanded format, which goes all the way back to the first black and white set. Anything older than that is unplayable in a professional circuit. Yeah. Obviously, you can still play them like between friends and fun. No, 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 you can't play Pokemon cards games with your friends. You must still adhere to all the stringent rules. Yes, that's, that's, what, that's what they want you to think. No fun allowed. So, uh, going back to the original topic about they're also um, supposedly carrying on the mechanic that will be brought in in Battle Styles as well over to it. The single strike and rapid strike cards. Yes, which I have no idea what they do. Um, hopefully one of you guys know. What they do is, it's a category for cards. So cards will be, will have their little label over the picture. Yeah. That will say the single strike style or rapid strike style. And there will be different kinds of attacks and abilities and different trainer cards, different energy cards, which will support them. Similar to how you 
have the old priest cards. There yeah. are attacks, trainer cards, and everything like that. They're specifically designed to support them or to attack them. Therefore, it's a way of sort of putting them into this category, giving it a new mechanic without actually changing the game a lot. Yeah. Um, back in the old old days, we had uh, the gym leader cards. If you remember that, you had trainer cards and different attacks that would say this attack does so much damage towards a Pokemon with Brock's in its name. You have a trainer card that says search deck for one of Brock's books. Yeah. That kind of thing brought back. So unlike things like the ancient trade cards um, and the break cards, it's nothing that actually changes the gameplay itself, but it's just a new layer to it. So the main question is, are you excited for it? I'm probably not really a big fan fan of the later legendaries. Eternatus was really cool, but I kind of... I feel like a lot of the legendaries kind of lost their shine after a bit when they stopped being legendaries and more just the ones that happened every game when they brought more and more and more and more out. So a set based around them I'm not entirely excited for. I mean, I do... I actually quite like Kupfu and Urshifu, so it is nice to sort of get uh, them in it and they've sort of decided to make a set based around like the Isle of Armour. The next set we'll have is based on Crown Tundra, so it's sort of a way of giving these new legendaries a spotlight and also giving the DLC expansion their own sets as well. I didn't think about it that way, that it was more focused on the DLC's expansion. So really these sets are just free advertisement for the DLC. Yeah. Like, Pokemon needs more advertisement. Can you ever have too much advertising? Oh, you definitely can. There's definitely certain... <laughs> I, will, I will never play Raid Shadow Legends. Yeah. <laughs> Just because of how many adverts I've seen for that now. Although if they, you know, if they do want to sponsor us or whatever, happily, happily... Play that game. <laughs> yes, I will, I will. They've got money for the advertising, so maybe they do. I will redact we'll this episode and... We'll, we'll... Do we sell out? Or do we sell out that badly for two thousand dollars? Yes. Yes. Neil, <laughs> <laughs> I'd sell out that badly for twenty pounds. Come on. Mm. Mm. Well, I suppose twenty pounds split three ways, maybe not. Yes. Yeah. You know. I split four ways. Does Emily get a cut? Uh. Robin's cut is Emily's cut. Yeah. Where's Polly's cut then? Polly's cut's your cut. Ah. I mean, ideally, it'd be nice if Pokemon sponsored us. I'd, uh, I'd quite happily accept Pokemon cards as my payment. Hopefully, they can we are print them properly. We are going to sit here every every week for you know half an hour or so, telling everyone how good Pokemon is. So they probably should pay us for that. Hopefully, the money they give us will be printed properly. They're not. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they only tell us months down the line that it was faulty. What if we spent it somewhere? Yeah. True. But then again, it'll still be technically legal currency. We'll just have to then go to all of the shops that we spent it in and inform all of those shops that that money's not actually used that way now. They've got to use it uh, slightly differently. It'd be the equivalent to them giving us the paper notes instead of the new plastic ones. Yes. All right, everyone, that's your lot for this week. We've had misprints, new sets, and old sets from uh, Pokemon Go. Just to also add on to the Pokemon Go, it's because it's its 25 year anniversary, that's why they're doing Kanto now. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode, and uh, I hope that you tune in next week for more Pokemon stuff. 
I've been uh, Robin. And I have been Neil. I have been Duncan. I'm Polly. And yes, can't forget Polly. The, uh, she has a big influence in this one, this week's episode. I mean, she's probably going to clearly be the mascot of the every episode. Until you get cats. Until I get cats. Thank you everyone for listening. And if you'd like any more content out there, you can always search for myself at Robin underscore collects on YouTube and TikTok. The same goes for Duncan. You can find him on TikTok at Yadoing. That's been it for everyone at the Gala Region News at 8. Good luck hunting, everyone. And remember, stay safe.